On this eve of the third anniversary of the January 6th attack, we've got dueling speeches tonight. One from the man accused of fomenting the insurrection and the other from the one who replaced him. They also happen to be the two frontrunners in the 2024 race. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? We all know who Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? Now, this was billed as the kickoff speech for the Biden campaign season, and his disgust with Trump was apparent. Taking a hammer to Paul Pelosi's skull, and he thinks that's funny. He laughed about it. What a sick... <laughs> My God. I, I think it's despicable, seriously. The legal path just took Trump back to the truth, that I'd won the election and he was a loser, called dead soldiers, suckers, and losers. How dare he? Who in God's name does he think he is? Now, just a short time ago, Trump addressed this speech in front of a crowd in Iowa with a mature response. That's why Crooked Joe is staging his pathetic fear-mongering campaign event in Pennsylvania today. Did you see him? He was stuttering through the whole thing. He's going, to I've got a, he's a threat to democracy. I'm a threat. <laughs> They've weaponized government. He's saying, I'm a threat to democracy. He's a threat to de de democracy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't read the word. Hmm. Now, Trump's words, they used to resonate with my next guest, Pam Hemphill. She believed then-President Trump, and she showed up at the Capitol on January 6th. She was convicted, and she served two months inside federal prison. She joins me now. Pam, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me on. What is your reaction to what you just heard there from President Trump? Is Biden fear-mongering about the fate of democracy here? Absolutely not. You know, um, that's the mega, I don't know how to explain it, but they have this way of demeaning you and putting you down. And that's what they've got going right now is this huge gaslighting smear campaign going on, telling me that it was a peaceful protest. I was there. I was there when they pushed those gates and those officers. And when they stepped on my head, and it was an officer that saved my life that day. Biden is right on with everything he's saying. Trump is a dangerous, and I mean dangerous, narcissist. He's a cult leader. He needs to be put in prison. He's not any different than his friend. What, what was that guy that had just got, he, they, they're saying that he was uh, killed himself in the prison. Epstein, friends with Epstein, Trump is disgusting. In their appeal to the Supreme Court, I'm sure you know, Trump is facing being taken off the ballot over his uh, role in January 6th. Trump's lawyers are alleging that January 6th was, in their words, not an insurrection, and that even if it was, President Trump did not engage in it. What do you make of that argument? Oh, there's no argument. You know, I have a lot of faith in Jack Smith coming with some receipts to prove that Trump was involved. He asked us all to go down there to that Capitol. Why? 
you know, he already had his speech. Why did he want us to go down there? I'll tell you why. Because he had a plan, along with a lot of other people. And why haven't they made Mike Flynn and Steve Bannon responsible come forward with, you know, talk to them? They know what happens. But no, you know, um, I can't say enough that I really believe that Trump was involved. Trump knew exactly what was happening that day. And he set us down there. It was a trap. You know, and he didn't. And the lie that Nancy Perosky was responsible for not having the National Guard, well, I debunked that one. That's not true. Trump didn't call the National Guard or whatever, whoever had that authority. It wasn't Nancy Perosky. They do nothing but lie about everything. So your life now is dramatically different than it was three years ago. So what's going through your mind ahead of this three-year anniversary of the Capitol attack? You know, under the right now, under the administration of Biden, it's getting better. However, this, the narrative with the J6 is getting worse. And what's happening with Trump's rhetoric out there, the lone wolves is what I'm worried about, that are going out there and they're becoming dangerous. When you, when you threaten a judge or the, you know, the secretary of state and, and want to do a SWAT on somebody, you know, it's really scary. Because the narrative is getting worse and worse that the election was not stolen. They will not let go of that one. And we know that's a lie. And Trump knew the election had been stolen. And he had us come there anyway. I mean, I'm so tired of the narrative that they're putting out there. And that's why I speak out, because I have all the receipts. I was there. I know what happened that day. And I, I, I hold Trump totally responsible. So today, former Capitol Police officer Harry Dunn, he was a key figure on January 6th defending the Capitol. He announced that he's running for Congress. If you had the opportunity to speak with Officer Dunn, what would you say to him? Oh, well, I would hug him and tell him I'm so sorry for what happened to him that day. Um, you know, I did myself try to help the officers that day. It was the worst part that I experienced when I saw them being pepper sprayed. Now, I'm not on the violent side where it's shown all over the news. I'm on the other side of the Capitol. But they were being pepper sprayed there, too. And the captain told me just to stay in one area because they couldn't allow me to help them. But um, I would say thank you for running for office. He has a lot of integrity. He's going to do good for this country. And I would like to hug him and, and just tell him thank you. You are the hero for January 6th, not the J6 defendants. Pam Hemphill, thank you for joining us again on this show. Thank you.